Hey Danny, what's up? First one here again, but we're gonna wait till Matt just in case. How's your week been so far? It's been all right, you know. Been studying, grinding, yeah, stuff like that, that. What was that big project on yesterday? Oh no, it was just it was just an assignment. I mean, I I just had to do it because I didn't start it, but it's it's all about it's about it, you know. Matt, did I hear you come in? I'm I'm here. All righty, so it is. Thursday, February 21st. Yeah, I got the day right. Okay, let's go. Not a lot to talk about today. Basically, all we got is baseball and then a pretty funny hypothetical for you. Do you want to lead off with the obvious, the Sox talk for once in a while instead of Cubs talk? Yeah, let's lead off with Machado. All right. So, can you hear me, guys? Fine. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, let's ride. So, as everyone can tell, am I echoing? You sound good to me. Okay. Yeah, fine. That, that's fine with me then. You're so, actually you sound you sound more clear through this recording than you do like sitting across from me, if we're being honest. It's just weird. It went from speakerphone to like in my earphone. So like just, I didn't know. Whatever. Okay. Fuck that. Manny Machado, ten years dollars. I don't know how the yearly breakup is, but it's ten years, three hundred million dollars guaranteed. Socks came in at Eight years, two fifty, but with incentives up, incentives up to three fifty over ten years. But if you're an MLB player, just take the extra fifty guaranteed. Like, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Especially Sox, for Manny Machado. I saw a tweet. It was pretty fucking funny. It was like some. It was like some Sox fan, and he said, uh, "Well, they were asking for seven hundred fifty thousand for the house, but I gave them six fifty. But then said, if the house is standing after twenty years, we'll give you nine hundred thousand." They told me to fuck off and took the seven hundred fifty thousand from someone else, mm. <laughs> and that's basically what it was. Like, I don't know why Jerry Reinsdorf is being cheap with cash right now. Like, I think I saw he's either eighty three or eighty six years old. Like, he might not even see the end of this ten year deal. Like, why not just oh Jesus barf up the extra twenty thirty was, million it took? I'm I'm being honest. That was dark. That was like, dark. Yeah, I mean, you have to go I, there. No, it's it's actually kind of a fair point. Reinsdorf's not going to take Machado's money with them into the grave. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, f- fuck it, I'm dead. I'll just fuck, fuck over, like, the rest of the organization once I'm That's, dead. Sure, like, it's not going to be his problem. Like, say he dies, and then they're like, hey, we actually can't pay any of you guys. Like, it's not his problem. He's dead. Well, if that's he how he's owning, then I, I don't think there'd be, I mean, I think if that's, if that's how he ran things, I, I don't know. That would be, be, be interesting to see. Don't get me wrong, but. That'd be uh, actually funny as shit, just like, I don't know, say some owner goes to a doctor's visit, and he's like, all right, sir, you have four or five more years to live. Like, that's all I give you. And, like, he doesn't let the information leak. He's like, all right, next four off seasons, I'm going to be aggressive as shit. Like, that team would be, I don't know, it'd be kind of fun to watch. But mm-hmm. sad, I guess. But, yeah. Um, I don't know, Danny, you could take it off. Like, are you, like, not? I'm not going to say upset, but, like, are you surprised the Sox didn't get Machado? Or, like, did you expect them to get him? Or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I expected them to get Machado. I thought they were actually going to give him I didn't. I didn't. I expected them to give them that same deal that the Padres gave them. I would. I would have thought they like marked down a guaranteed deal with them that no other team would have a better offer or have like any anything less than what another team is giving. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the Sox they they had this free agency class circled on their calendar since they started this rebuild. And now they're just stuck with Yonder, Alonzo, and John Jay. Yeah, that really sucked. How about what do you think, Matt? Um, I heard I saw like a tweet. I don't know how true. I don't know how true anything is, but I saw a tweet that they offered a hundred million dollars. I don't know how many years, but I heard they offered four hundred million dollars. And if that's true, and he still went to San Diego, that's just a giant slap in the face to uh to the White Sox. The fact that you signed all of his pals is gonna be a big family reunion on the South Side. I don't know. Maybe Machado's just not like a cold weather guy. Maybe he's like, ah, fuck Baltimore. I've been, fuck you know, I've been on the East Coast for too long. I just gotta get to the warm weather. Get over to Hosmer and Manuel I mean, Margot. Yeah, I don't gotta, even know who gotta, else is on that team. You got a taste of it with the Dodgers. Maybe he likes it. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I, I, that could be. I mean, who even knows if the reports are true? But I don't know. I'm just kind of happy. It's all. He's finally gone somewhere because this free agency has been awful. 
Especially because, like, we... I mean, I doubt he's offered four hundred million dollars. No, I don't think it was, that was ever that high. I think the actual That's important, insane. like, no one, no one, like, threw it down. But it was like, like I said, it was like eight years, two fifty with incentives up to three fifty over ten years. Mm-hmm. And I, have, I haven't seen anyone rebuke that, so I'm assuming that's what the official offer was. Either way, this is a giant. Just like if you're a White Sox fan, because they basically oh, been this saying, must suck. they've been like Cubs fans, like Cubs fans. Like we realized like a while ago, like Harper has not come to the Cubs, and I guess there's like a tiny sliver of a chance still. We've pretty much come to grips with the fact we're not going to get Harper. But they like they legitimately were number one, not number one, obviously, because they ended up not getting him. But they were like a top three team. They had all of his buddies. It's like come on, like all all the signs are pointing to them them getting him and then to just man i i don't really feel bad for Sox fans because some of them are assholes some of them are okay but it's tough to be a Sox fan i think it fucking sucks because like i would love to go to the cell on like a thursday afternoon in the summer for like 15 bucks and watch him machado play do you guys like, think oh sorry to, sorry to cut you off you're fine do you guys think once they're actually good do you think the stands will be packed I'm not gonna say packs. But I'll say probably seventy percent full. Like Cubs, like well, like how they get like the Cubs attendance. No, no, not, I, no. I mean, they're not gonna be packed, but more than what they are now, obviously. That's that'd be hard to. I mean, it'd be hard. You you gotta be taking like steps backwards to not go up from where they are now, though. Yeah, they literally had a game with less than what was it less than a thousand people. I know yeah. it was because like I know it's because of the weather, but that's still funny as shit. That was it the was, game the Cubs. The, the, yeah, it was the weather. the Cubs canceled that same day. Yeah, I remember that. It was the weather and the and the the game was at like two p.m. on a weekday. So fucking yeah, it was a Tuesday. It was ridiculous. The Cubs played like the same time for whatever reason. They both had games like two o'clock on Tuesdays at the start of the year. And I remember it snowed the day before. Cubs canceled. Everyone's like, "Oh, Cubs, bunch of pussies!" Like they can't even handle a little bit of snow. We don't have the side father like the White Sox have. So then. Game starts and now like they they just get shit because they had like eighteen people in the stands. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. That was like Miami Marlins esque type shit. I don't know, but no, they'll probably get to like probably around seventy percent full, eighty percent full for games. Like, and that's not bad. That stadium, like I am a Cubs fan, but like being at when well, I was the G spot, like when that place is going, like it's fucking fun as hell. It gets really loud in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, Arrow, what you're saying, Matt? I I only ever go when the Cubs are like the only time. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't mind going. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going to a game. Like, I don't know, they're playing like the the Indians, and like I'd try to go see Lindor. I'd go watch those games, but I never, I, I, I always say I wouldn't do that, but I never actually do. The only time I've been to the cell in the past like five years, I've been to a couple of Cubs Sox games, and it is pretty electric when you're there. But I feel like that's only because, I mean, obviously, it's like not not majority, but it's like at least half, probably more Cubs fans. So I feel mm-hmm. like maybe like they're carrying the weight. So I would be interested to see like what it's like. Like an electric, an electric G spot. I would be very, very, very interested to see what that's like. There were, I think, I would say about four games I've been to in like my memory where the Sox were like it was like a full ass crowd. Eighteenth um, birthday, the Cubs were playing there, and like it went to extras. It was a super close game, and the Sox won on a walk off. Like it was loud as hell that whole game. It was awesome. Moncada's mm-hmm. um, debut, I was there. That was fun. They were loud. They were going crazy. Kopech's mm-hmm. debut which was like two, three innings hmm. that kind of sucked, but like it was full. It was fun. There was a ton of energy. And then I went to me and you went to Cubs Sox this year and then it, the Cubs blew them out. So like, it wasn't that fun. That game was over like in the, <laughs> like the third, that game kind of, it kind of sucked to be honest. Cause the, no, the bears, did. the bears played that same, the bears played that same Sunday. So we like, obviously there's not the many people there cause it's the White Sox. So we, we moved down from our 300 seats to like the 100 level. Basically what we like, walked past the security guard are you, uh, do you remember that, Jake? Like you literally, we yeah. literally walked by a security guard who was supposed to be checking tickets to make oh, sure no, no three hundred level checked, scums like moved down, and they just like we walked right my by. Ticket. Yeah. She checked my ticket. She's like, I don't think you belong here. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. She's like, and then she just like pointed, like I don't know what she did, but she's like, all right, you can go. I'm like, uh, yeah. Right. And then we all, <laughs> I started we walking away. I, I started walking back up to the seats, and she's like, where are you going? I'm like, what? She's like, this way. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, the Cubs put up like six in like the first three innings, and then. The game ended yeah. like six to three, and it was like we were like we were literally just watching like the Bears because there's a Bears t- there's a TV showing the Bears game in like one of like the 100 level like club type areas, so we we're like across the field just watching that game instead of actually watching the uh, Cup yeah. Sox. But man, yeah, how I far? To, or, I went to one sorry, game. Dan. I went to one game at the Cell, and it was Grateful Dead Night, and <laughs> it was Grateful Dead Night, and there were I swear to God there were more people in tie dye and Grateful Dead shirts. <laughs> Than White Sox gear. Well, why? I, what were the odds? Did you did you do that on purpose? Like I like me and the fam were gonna go to Grateful Dead night. No, we just, just my uncle just came up with tickets, so I just went. Yeah, and it they, just, <laughs> just so happened to be on uh, Grateful Dead night. What a coincidence! A lot of stoners. 
Mm, a lot of marijuana. I've been to um, Hawaiian T-shirt night the last two years, Ooh. and it's a fucking blast. That is, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a good environment. So, or Barstool at the Ballpark Day, probably yep. one of the better, yep. better games. Oh yeah, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get a Skyline Sports at the Cell Day. Or, Are we? Uh, no, no, we're not. I, I was, was gonna not, say, no, <laughs> not who's funding this? I, I don't know if anyone has ever seen any of my organizing skills. It's fucking horrible. Oh god, so, no, yeah, that will never happen. We we'd be like there. Say we actually had a decent crowd. Like you'd be like out like outside of like the ticket like buying station whatever. Like yeah, can I get uh, eighty five tickets? <laughs> like guys were walking in. Everyone's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I already paid for my ticket. Yeah, I bought that on pizza the other day. Sorry, threw myself a pizza party. All right, hey guys, I sent you the Venmo. It's like, oh yeah, I went to Palermo like ten times in the past week. My bad. That's on me. <laughs> my, my bad, guys. He's like, there's not even a game today. What the fuck are you here for? Oh shit. Yeah, they're they're in, they're in Detroit this week, you know. Oh, son of a bitch. Sorry, whatever, Matt. How far do you think that saying Machado like sets back their rebuild, or do you think like in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't I mean, matter? It doesn't set them back because like if they never had him in the first place, I don't think it sets them back. But I mean, they weren't really can compete like like most Sox fans, people I listen to who are Sox fans who like White Sox Dave type of guys who kind of don't actually know what they're talking about. They even say like, I mean. Well, like, we want to get better from last year and, like, possibly maybe contend for, like, the NL Central because – or not NL Central, AL Central because the AL wild card, obviously, like, seeing how last year was, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be, like – like, like AL wild card is pretty much a no-go if you're, like, a, a team like the Sox. So, they didn't really have expectations to make the playoffs anyways. So, I don't think it puts them back, but it, it's – I don't know. I don't know if it puts them back more than it's just, like, it's just a blow to, like, their – yeah, like well, like their whole thing. Like, oh, we're, like the White Sox are back. We're gonna get Machado. We're gonna like actually be a good team. Like that just kind of just like a big big slap in the face. Yeah, how about you, Dan? Yeah, I mean, pretty much what Matt said. It's not a setback, but it sucks for them. It probably sets them back for the future because every every team, wh- whether it's you know the Cubs or anybody, they always need that one huge signing that really puts them um, in a good good position. That just kind of shoots them forward, but now they don't really have that. They're just gonna have to wait. Who was that for the Cubs? Though? I don't. I can't. Lester. Lester. John yeah. Lester. He wasn't as big of a name though. Like I, they could get. Yeah, he's not. He's not on the same tier as Machado. Yeah, he wasn't. He but, wasn't Machado. But, but yeah, he was, I, but he was that huge signing that the Cubs needed. So this could work out for them if I mean if they can like draft well and like build their farm system up like how like the Cubs got Rizzo for Cashner and like obviously Rizzo I don't know how he was considered like skill wise but obviously he turned out to be a amazing first baseman if they can just do that and then like go out and sign someone not named Manny Machado I think man, like Lester's a guy who's going to go out and like challenge your bullpen like not your bullpen challenge your pitching staff and like be a team leader Machado's like yeah eh, might not run this ball out I'm not really not really feeling this today the whole hustle thing eh, I'm, I'm okay so I mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know I, I personally like, I wrote a blog about it at www.secondcityreport.com. Go get, go give it a read. I wrote about how if I was a Sox fan, I mean, obviously you wanted Machado, but he's a cocksucker. I, I, I just, I sound like the old, old white like baseball writer take right now, but I don't know. I just would rather have a guy like Lester, who I mean, obviously pitcher, third baseman slash shortstop, different positions, but I'd rather have a guy who's gonna like your first big free agent signing should be a guy who's gonna like lead the team and like teach the young guys how to play. And Machado's gonna teach you like Machado's gonna be in Tim Anderson's ear like, hey, you don't gotta run that ball out. Like, what, what, what are you doing here? You're putting, <laughs> putting so much effort forth. Like, come on, what, what, money, money's already guaranteed. Like, what are you doing? So I don't know. I I I, I wouldn't hate the fact that they didn't get Machado. If I'm a Sox fan, I'd be yeah. fine with getting a, an older guy who's gonna like lead them a little bit better. San, San Diego's a perfect spot for a guy like Machado because. Padre or Cali fans in general don't really give a shit. No about one gives anything. a fuck, mm-hmm. and he can just dog it the rest of the rest of the way, and nobody's really going to care because they're just going to be on the they're going to be on the West Coast. Real baseball fans are going to be asleep, maybe catch a couple innings, but that's it. Mm-hmm. He he can just dog it the rest of the way if he wants. He's only twenty six. Yeah, that's fucking. That's nuts. crazy. I didn't. I did not know that. I thought I thought he was like twenty eight, twenty nine at least. Because I was going to say he could he could just. Play out this ten-year contract and then, and then like retire right into the sunset, but he's twenty. I mean, he'll be. I, I, there's no way he plays out the whole ten years because there's no. I don't, I'm not picturing that. I maybe I don't know if there's any opt out. I, th- I think there is an opt out actually for. I think I read it was after the fifth year. There's an opt out. Well, now you got guys like I don't know how MLB contract works. MLB contracts work in comparison to NBA or NFL, but now you got guys in those leagues like I don't like my contract. Like I'm just not going to play it. I'm going to like demand a trade, even like if I. 
Like even if yeah, like I'm just gonna like demand a trade. So I don't know. I could I could he if there's one player in baseball who's like I don't like the, my situation, I'm just not gonna play. Like like I'm gonna make it, you trade. It would be Manny Machado. It would be it would 100 be Manny Machado. So I don't know. I could see things not working out around year six seven, and he's like, yeah, I'm just not gonna play baseball. I'm just gonna like sit at home. He he's gonna get he's gonna be like the fattest once he retires. He's gonna make the fattest retired player of all time. Like you see like Ken Griffey, he's like he was a nice slim built when he was a player. Now he's kind of like a little, little, little bit a little bit chubbier. He's gonna be. So fat and just like completely let himself go. It's gonna be huge. Oh, it's if, gonna be if, great. But if Manny Machado plays at this same level and the Padres continue to suck, he'll probably get dealt like Giancarlo Stanton did. Mm-hmm. Where Stanton yeah, that's signed true. That humongous contract with the Marlins, and then the Marlins realize they can't win with him, so deal him to the Yankees. Yeah. That's fucking, how bad are the Marlins? I know it wasn't Jeter who did all these trades, but like they had D Gordon, Christian Yellick, Giancarlo Stanton. JT Realmuto and fucking and uh Justin Moore's good. Yeah, Justin Moore's also good. Like that is a almost close to a playoff team. Like Jose Fernandez dying, not great, probably hindered their uh hindered their path to success, but like I don't know, just that's a lot of pieces they said, ah fuck it. Oh well. But Can we talk about from the Padres' perspective, this isn't like a terrible deal. I mean, if they're because they're they're like an up and coming team. Not, well, yeah, up. I mean, I hear I, everyone always talks about how they have a, 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 a nice team. a nice farm system. They got Fernando Tatis Jr. I think that's who the, what they got from the White Sox for James for Shields. James Shields, great James, big game James, great great nickname. Um, I mean, what if he? I, I don't know. And their division's gotten the Rockies. Obviously, are the fucking Rockies. Like they're 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 they're, they're above average. But I don't know. I would never see them as like a real threat to win the world series or anything i mean the goldschmidt just left uh arizona the giants are kind of on the decline bruce bochy is going to be gone after this year so i don't know I, I i feel like maybe the the padres are coming on the come up in a big way obviously signing machado is going to help them that's not breaking news but i, I, don't, I don't hate to do it for the padres either oh god no, i wouldn't hate it at all it's a pretty good deal you get a mm. top five player in baseball i don't know if i say top five but like top five third baseman in baseball or shortstop, whatever the hell you want to put him at. It's a fucking stud. I don't know how many home runs he'll hit in San Diego, but, like, he's a guaranteed at least 25. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed 2,500 RBIs probably. He's going to be him behind Will Myers and uh, Eric Hosmer. That's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know, I feel very bad for Sox fans. Like, I'm trying to, like, cut my bias and be a nicer person. And I was almost actually going to write a blog about the White Sox. At www.secondcityreport.com. Give it a read. Shout out. Um, Thank you. Of course. I was going to like write a blog about how this really sucks for Sox fans. Because like, you have all these expectations. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Manny Machado. And like, I know that he didn't even finish out the year. But like, oh, we have Michael Kopech for next year. But like, oh, Michael Kopech gone. Like, that we're going to win 80 games and make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Pez. Good job. Good math dummy um but then like they have so much like firepower just waiting it's a it's a fun time to be a Sox fan it, but it's just this year is now wasted instead mm-hmm. of being like oh we can watch highlights of Kopech have like a game or two where he goes like a complete game one run like that'd be badass but like it's kind of like hey now we're just gonna suck again in 2020 have fun like, i don't know i think Eloy. i think Eloy is gonna Eloy come if they, i assume they're gonna bring Eloy up i feel like he's gonna bring oh that yeah, that'll be gonna, exciting, exciting. But... Yeah, that's true. Fucking probably gonna hit thirty bombs, and I don't know. That'll be fun. I heard he has he has injury issues. Is that true? Um, I don't know enough about it, but I do remember. Like, I don't know if them just being safe, but be like little ticky tacky things. But at the end of the day, are you gonna really like stress over it in minor league mm-hmm. baseball? Just like no, fucking just sit on your ass for two weeks yeah. and make sure you're healthy. Yeah, Is they it... were probably they were definitely just playing it conservatively. There's no way that he was actually like seriously hurt. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Hey, what's up, Dan? What up? I don't know, so cut out, but you were saying how it most likely was just a regular injury like we're just playing it safe right yeah mm-hmm. i don't know but it does suck for the Sox this year because that's a lot of like hype and adrenalism just like taken out do you right say adrenalism i i fucked up that's a strong that's a strong I, this is that's a strong conjunction right there I, i'm I, I'm, 
I'm not even dissing. I'm kind of a fan of that. I think that should start being a part of people's regular vocabulary. I don't know what other word I'll be combining it with or like thinking of, but adrenaline, adrenaline, and it's a good question. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> great. That's a great question. I don't know where my brain's going. I'm hungry, but like the Cubs, it was so weird. 2014, we stunk ass, and then 2015 is like, hey, like mid July, the Cubs decided like, hey, we're gonna be really fucking good now, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. There was no like buffer year. So I guess the Sox might be going down the same road where 2019 is their last year to win 70-ish games. And then 2020 come around, like, maybe win 90-plus. Mm. But if you were a Sox fan, would you want them to even, like, look at Kimbrel or Keuchel? Because I heard, like, they're not even trying at Harper anymore. Like, Matt, would you want them to go after those pitchers? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know about – well, Kimbrel in particular, because after his World Series – after his World Series, uh, his World Series outings – he, if I if, mistake me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he? He's was a little bit shaky. He was like letting guys on base, and he wasn't like his the Craig Kimber of old. The whole postseason, he was shaky, but he wasn't giving up runs. Like he was just loading the bases basically, and then getting out of it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, well, I I don't know if I would even start. Like, why would you even start start your like? Obviously, you want to start with like a John, like a starting pitcher. Like, I I I, I don't know why you'd start your uh, your rebuild with a closer to begin with. So, I mean, I. Keuchel, maybe I'm not really sure exactly what like what he did last year. I know obviously he's a good he's a good pitcher. I'm not sure if he's I'm not saying he's not. I just think I'm not. I I don't know enough about him to know whether he's the type of guy you want to start your your rebuild yeah. with. But I yeah, I mean I wouldn't hate going after a guy. I don't know if I'd throw him Harper or Machado. Like I don't know if I'd throw like the same contract at him that I was going to oh, throw God. at Machado or Harper. Obviously, like don't overpay for a guy. I'm not even sure. Like I don't even know like if the Cubs really overpaid for Lester. I'm not really or if we paid like market value for him. I'm not really sure, but. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't hate now that you, you struck out on Machado. Doesn't mean you can you have to strike out on every not every not not to, say, not to say they've struck out on every free agent. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go after another free agent. I'm sure they will. Yeah, how about you, Dan? Um, with Kimbrel would be dumb because they already traded for Colome. Like Matt said, it'd be so dumb to start your rebuild with a closer who's already kind of getting up there in age too. How old? How old's Kimbrel? I'm not even yeah. sure. Early 30s, yeah. That's it, really? Wow. Keiko's also, I think, 30. So, I don't think either of those guys are the ones you start your rebuild with. Keiko, maybe. But, yeah, he's not the guy you should overpay for because he's definitely on the down downtrend right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want this to turn into, like, me cocksucking the socks all episode. I guess I kind of owe him it because I've always been really hard on the socks my entire life, especially on the podcast. But, like, don't don't fuck up what they have with their pitching. Like the, their rebuild is not gonna say the exact opposite as ours, but like the Cubs, it was always oh we got this Bryant, we got Baez, Contreras, Almora. Like these guys can fucking hit it all. Like but we we'll have to buy our pitching. But the Sox is we got Kopech, we got Dylan Cease, Ronaldo Lopez is pretty good. Lucas Giolito could be something. Like they have all these pitchers in their farm system. It's like hey, and we also have a few studs in like the lineup. But if that like if some of them don't turn out like it's so much easier to buy hitters than it is to buy pitchers in free agency. Mm-hmm. Like the hitter miss rate, like we already saw with the Cubs. Darvish fucking sucked year one. Chatwood looked goddamn lost. I don't know, it's just it's a lot easier to like more consistent to find a bat in free agency. So I don't know. It's a good good time to be a Sox fan. This year will suck, but good for the Sox. They're finally it's going up. The mm-hmm. meter's facing up for them. So I said that they should go out and like try and find like another like someone else or not, not replace, but like just give money to someone. There's I did not realize like how many like everyone's been acting like this offseason has been like really shitty, but like almost everyone's obviously it's like we're close to spring training, but like there's really no no like I'm looking at like the list of free agents and who's who's still available. Like none of these guys are really guys I would sign to like start. Obviously besides Keiko, yeah. none of these guys are guys that I would sign to like okay here's like our veteran slash older thirty not veteran like, 30 years of age, like, at least, who's going to kind of, like, show the young guys how to play. Yeah. None of these guys are really like that, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, none, so. none of them are lighting the fuse. So, uh, yeah. Maybe just uh, maybe just Adam Jones, 33, obviously. Hopefully, don't, don't throw a shit ton of money at him, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, tough, a tough time to be a White Sox fan. I'm sorry for all of your losses. Even though tough you, time, tough now, time you never really had him in the first place, but I'm sorry for your loss. Go sign, go sign, uh... What's his face? Uh, Jose Bautista. He's 38 years old. You can probably get him for, like, veteran minimum. Get him for a bag of balls. Exactly. Is that all we got on White Sox talk? That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. All right, let's shift to the north side. And I'll lead off this because it really pisses me off. 
But you're talking about just spending some money or maybe saving the money for some white for the White Sox. Tom Ricketts say or is it Tom Ricketts? No, Joe Ricketts is the dad. Tom Ricketts basically yeah, Tom. saying like I don't know why he said that brain fart. I'm really hungry. Tom Ricketts basically saying yeah, we just don't have money this offseason. Pisses me the fuck off. It really really bothers me because like I said when the Cubs were sucking in the early like 2012, 2013, 2014 when we were asked. The Cubs payroll was like under ninety million every year. Like they were saving money just for not like this offseason in particular, but when they knew they had to spend money. They just signed a TV deal where the all the details haven't come out. But they are probably going to make over a billion dollars over this TV deal. We've all been to Wrigley lately. It's a fucking circus around there. There is shit everywhere. They are making money hand over fist at Wrigley Field. And for them to basically just be like, Yep, ran out. This sucks. Kinda pisses me the fuck off. It does. It doesn't really piss me off. He just wants people to shut the fuck up about Bryce Harper. It doesn't even have to be Bryce Harper. They're, our fucking signings are Brad Brock and Daniel Descalso. Like, yeah, what? I mean, but who who else is there to decide? So, AJ Pollock, maybe. I don't know that level of. He guy. signed already, didn't he? No, but I'm just saying. Before like, he signed, level of guy. <clears throat> go after those where maybe you're not. You, maybe you can't go after the Bryce Harpers and Manny Machados every year. I know you can't. But just to be like, hey, we're just going to sit this one out. What? What? I don't get it. It just bothered me. They brought back Cole Hamels, didn't they? Yeah. That's what pissed me off, too. Like, hey, I don't know how old Cole Hamels is. 36 or 37, around there. Hey, you want $20 million? Sure. And now that $20 million, we cannot go get Bryce Harper. Because me and Dan were talking about it last episode. So, man, I don't think you heard it. The Cubs have about $100 million in capital coming off next year. So, basically, if Tom Ricketts was basically willing to bite the bullet for this year. He obviously could, and it wouldn't make a dent in the future. Like it wouldn't like put us in like huge restraints next mm-hmm. year and years in the future. So it's basically just this year is the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It really just pissed me off. Do you guys think uh, is anything to do with? Well, do you guys think it is, has anything to do with uh, with Joe? Now, now you got me fucked up. I just called him Joe Ricketts. Tom Ricketts, <laughs> uh, like being like you know you fucked up on. Tyler Chatwood, not that we threw a ton of money at him, but you know, you really fucked up with Tyler Chatwood. You really fucked up with Jason Hayward, and you fucked up, and not fucked up because I, I still have faith in you uh, Darvish, but the U Darvish experiment hasn't been off to the hottest of starts. Do you think no. it's him being like, hey, like you got like we're we're gonna like we're gonna put like a little bit of a leash on Theo because if he keeps if he signs another big guy and fucks it up, like we're really gonna be screwed now. If he makes another Jason Hayward type contract and it doesn't he doesn't hit, we're oh, like we're gonna be fucked. I think. That has to that has a big deal with it. Like that, if say Jason Hayward's playing pretty well, or Chatwood was like a pretty good starter, I think Bryce Harper would be a Cub. But since they all fell flat on their face so far, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to trust someone to give out a three hundred million dollar contract if I don't, you can't trust them. I don't like this because I know I'm like pretty pretty positive that the reason Theo left Boston was because they kind of started to put like a leash on him. Like they they weren't letting him do everything he wants to do. And he's a free agent in 2021 or after 2021, so that's kind of terrifying. If we're gonna start putting a leash on him, hopefully he gives him. Oh, I got. I, I I would be heartbroken if Theo left now. Obviously, yeah. if like the next two years come and go and we don't like do anything, obviously I'm not. He's not gonna have the same like Wonder Boy kind of charm that he had. But I I I mean, Matt, do you know how much anxiety you just gave me? What uh, about, about Theo leaving? About Theo, that's true. Me and Matt or, or me and Danny were talking about it last week again. There's no need to worry about the Cubs until after 2021. Because 2021 going into 2022, that's the offseason we lose. Or, like, they're unsigned is Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Schwarber. Like, all those guys are free agents going into 2022. Mm-hmm. So, if we lose Theo and then all that shit happens, it could be a bad year. You said Rizzo, Bryant, who, and Schwarber? Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Schwarber. Oh, will no. all be free agents going into 2020 if they don't get, like, extensions or anything. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, yeah, I could see us losing like one of those guys. We got like just like one or two of those guys, and like we're gonna throw the bag at the other two. Obviously, Shorber, Shorber's not gonna. I mean, Shorber. I'm not, 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 not. Let's not throw Shorber in the, in, in the mix with those three guys at the moment. Because I, I he I would be fine. Not fine. Obviously, I'm, I like Shorber, but I wouldn't like be. Too, I wouldn't lose too much sleep over him over losing him. So let's not let's not throw him in the mix. Like he's. He's gonna demand, like demand any kind of money like yeah. those guys, unless he really picks things up, which I, obviously I'm rooting for. I don't want, I don't want my my left fielder to be going through struggles like he has been. But 
at the moment, I wouldn't like throw. I wouldn't bunch him in like, oh man, Sh- like Schwarber, twenty twenty one, he's gonna be a free agent. Like we're really gonna be fucked. I don't know. You know what I mean? But Matt, somebody, somebody still might throw the bag at him. No, who? No, I mean, if he like has, not, if not he picks it up. Well, by then the whole team could just sign him as a DH for more than whatever. They'll the probably have the DH in the NL by then. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I if even even so, he's not going to demand until he goes out and DHs for a team and puts up numbers. He's not going to. I mean, obviously, like you can say, oh, he'll probably hit better because he can just DH, and it's like you can assume that. But until he actually like does it, like, maybe like he'd he'll like do it for a year. Yeah, like the Cubs will sign him for cheap, and he'll do it for like a year, and then he'll like go demand a lot of money if he even can start producing. But I mean, he can't even hit off. He can't even hit off lefties right now. So I think he, he think, he, think he had one zero or yeah. one home run against lefties this year. One home run over lefties last year. He's just like a non-start lefty pitcher. He's just a, he's a non-start. So I mean, that's not a guy you throw. You're, like that's not a guy who's gonna be getting the bag, in my opinion. No, a guy who does, who can't depending on who like you're depending on what the other team does, who they start. If you're like your big big money guys can be playing or not, so until he can fix that, I'm not I'm not too worried about Shorber going anywhere, or not that he, not going anywhere, but like demanding a lot of money. Yeah, but that is scary uh, though. That is a scary thought, it, like you were saying. Basically, we're we are guaranteed this year, next year, and the year after. So we are guaranteed three more years of competitive baseball, where things will be even like I don't know. I don't see us bottoming out in two years. So three years of. Really good baseball, but after that, nothing's guaranteed. Like it's, it, we could be restarting. Which I, if, yeah, as, long as, as long as, as long as Theo's, as long as is heading the rebuild, I wouldn't hate that. I obviously I'd prefer like competitive baseball, like trying to win the World Series every year baseball. Mm-hmm. But if Theo's heading the the rebuild, I wouldn't, I would not hate that. So of those of the five guys you mentioned, I will just exclude exclude Schwarber of Theo, Rizzo, Bryant, and Javi. I mean, you guys would say Theo is like the most like Theo's the the most valuable guy you got to resign there, right? Um, Theo, yeah. Because uh, it's like you have Javi, it, but it depends because it's with Theo. I mean, like you, we said it already, he made he's made terrible mistakes with Hayward and Chadwood. Mm-hmm. But he's also made but, amazing decisions. Yeah, but the thing is, with Theo at that time, somebody I mean, with somebody else is gonna, somebody else is gonna go after him too. So, oh, Theo will get a shit. Like it's he will. Gonna, it, it's gonna be. It's gonna be nuts. I mean, Ricketts is gonna have to choose his priorities. I mean, he's gonna get sought after. But if the Cubs, if he's like already, if he's, if he's already a Cub, and as long as him and Tom Ricketts are on the same page, they're not like fighting. Like Tom Ricketts doesn't. Who even knows if that's true? If like that's the reason why they have no money, and that makes makes the most sense because obviously, like Jake was saying, they're printing money up in the north side, but. Unless they like repair that, if they if they don't repair that relationship, I, I mean, obviously the Cubs would have a upper hand because he's been he's been the president. Of, he, like he will have been the president of the team for X amount of years by twenty twenty one. So I mean, unless things really like hit the shitter, if he if like if the inner inner like workings at, at if the inner workings at Wrigley really start like they all start fighting, I, I would hope he's not going to leave. Obviously, but yeah, that would be he he's the number oh, one guy. Got to resign. I'm worried because he did. He had a quote. I don't know if it was with Boston or if it was with us, where he's like, "Yeah, after a certain amount of years, like you just knew, just like I don't know, you want to be somewhere else, or you want a new like like new scenery." And mm-hmm. That kind of makes me nervous. But I also I mean, feel Theo's, like Theo's also got that competitive nature to him, where he he might go to some team that hasn't won in a while or has been stinking it up. Yeah, he's and gonna wants go... to, and wants to just build them up. Go to mm-hmm. like the fucking Mariners, be like, "Hey." I want to make the Mariners World Series contenders every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm going to prove it to you that. Like, I'll, yeah, I'm going to go go start the Montreal Expos again from the ground up, and I'm like, we're going to win a World Series. And then he would. Theo mm-hmm. actually would. Can we talk about? Unless you guys have any more Cubs talk, I think we should maybe uh, like a little bit of a lighter subject. The fact that the Hawks are very back; they're up four to one on the Red Wings right now. Ooh. If they win, are they in the playoffs? Or like, would so, they be in a playoff spot right now? If they I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna think that I'm Hawks. I'm Hawks guy. Hawks guy mad over here. I've the first game all year that I've watched was the game I went to on Saturday, and so now I'm kind of and obviously I'm, I'm admitting my my bandwagonness. So now I'm kind of I'm gonna start watching games now because so right now, they are, uh, right now the the last team with the wild card spot has 60 points, and the Hawks have are tied with three other teams for 59 points. So I think if they win tonight and like based off of those other teams do, they could be in the playoffs. But obviously, Ooh. like it's all dependent on what the other teams do. 
I think Hawks have played more games too. They they have uh, of like those four teams. So like the team and the, like the team with the last the last wild card spot, and the three teams including the Hawks that are like t- like they are like racing for the last spot. So there's of those four teams, three of them have played sixty games and one's a, one has played fifty nine. So I mean, there's really not too much of a difference there. Mm. But obviously, like that fifty nine team, that fifty nine games played team has a slight advantage. But I mean, they are looking up. They got shit pumped the game that we were at, but. They, I, I didn't watch the game against Ottawa. I heard that was like a really good game, and obviously they're up four to one right now on on Detroit, who stinks. So maybe they, if they if they do make the playoffs, I'm I'm all in. I'm back to bandwagon Hawks Hawks Matt. So same same with me. I'll be I'll be back all in. Probably the first game. Or I've watched like two games this year, mm. and if they're back, they're back. I'm, I'll watch every playoff game. You know, it's just how how it was when they were good or when they were really good. Now mm-hmm. they're good again. Um, I think I think I don't think we can keep ignoring if they if they if they do make the playoffs we definitely cannot keep ignoring Haw- Hawks talk. It obviously won't be near as in depth as any other sport that Ooh. we're going to talk about. But I'll go f- see who it was. But I was going through my follows today just to see like just check something. I forgot what it was, and I noticed something. And the guy follows nearly a million people, so it doesn't matter. Oh. But Zach Voicek follows me on Twitter. He follows me. Yeah, he follows me too. <laughs> Let's get him on the pod. He's followed me and unfollowed me like twice. Jose Jose Bautista follows you guys, right? Uh, let me check. I don't think he follows me. Oh, Boy- you guys are what? Are you kidding me? He Boy- follow- he's is- the same. He's the same kind of way. Boy, he's following nine hundred eighty-six thousand people. I don't know if he still does, but he's. I've definitely seen his name pop up a few times. Like Zach Boychuk has followed you. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Jose Bautista. Who is, who is no, that he much, does not follow. Who is, me. Really? Who has that much time on their hands? Jake, how many followers does Jose Bautista have? Follower or he's or follower. following. How many? 900, 953.9 thousand. <laughs> That's tough to not be a part of that part of that uh, group. I, he follows me. Last time I checked, unless my tweets, you know, he just got a little bit offended by my tweets. Well, no, there's no the way. Neither of these guys are running their account. It's like they oh, have PR people who I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what they're tweeting out unless it's all like it must be all promotional stuff. I'm not really sure, but yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not the actual guys running the account. That's a wild way, like. That's not. I, I, they have to fire their PR people. Like who? Like who thinks it's a good idea to have nine hundred thousand people? Like people like just click on your name and it's like, what the fuck's like? This is not a real Twitter account. Like, mm-hmm. they, I they think it's good for a guy like Zach Boychuk because I don't. I didn't even know who the fuck that was when he followed me. Yeah. And now I now I do know who he is, so he gets a little notoriety there. But people know who Jose Batista is already. He doesn't have to follow that many people. I'm not even sure. Is does Zach Boychuk? I've like never heard his name. Like, I've never watched a game and seen him play. I've never. Played like I never seen him on the NHL when I used to play NHL video games. I've never seen a stat of his. I've never seen a highlight of his. I know his thing says he played played like this is years ago when I looked at his profile. It said he played for he's a, a defenseman for the Hurricanes. I don't know if he actually still is, even is anymore. Well, let's see what's what's old Zach Boychuk up to these days. I have no idea. He might not even be playing hockey anymore. Zach Boychuk. I mean, he says he's still playing for the Pan- for the for the Hurricanes, but I. Is he? I've never seen a single highlight or any – I've never seen anything about him, like a highlight, stat, nothing. And if you're listening to this podcast, Zach Poichek probably follows you too. Yeah, probably. Go check, it, go check it out. If you've tweeted a single thing about hockey or if you've just tweeted a single thing, period, he probably, he probably follows you. I don't know. Just because I saw this on Twitter, I'm scrolling. There was like a rumor that the Bears were one of the favorites to land Antonio Brown. I don't like that one bit. Who said that? Um – the Bears don't have money. Who? Oh, that's, the, the Bears don't have money. They have no money, and they also like have no draft picks. But like, I'm trying so, to find through the article like their reasoning of why we would be able to. Yeah, find it. Are you on it right now? Find it and read it. We'll, like, try and try and read it real quick. There's, there's no. I think the Packers are way more likely. I heard someone. Oh. Found, uh, what? Well, tell me how much you think. How much you think Antonio Brown would go for, and then I'll tell you what their quote executive insiders are saying. I football money. I have no, absolutely no idea how football money works, so I, I can't even give an educated guess. To be totally honest, well, the article saying NFL Network insider Tom Clarissa pulled seven league executives from different teams, and the consensus was that Pittsburgh will be looking for a third round pick and a possible player swap. So a third and a player, like I don't think that gets Antonio Brown. But then again, that's that's can't, every, that, that cannot be true. Every sport, I guess, like you think, oh, this guy's gonna get so much in a trade, and then fucking Demarcus Cousins gets traded for Buddy Heald. That's yeah. that's ab- that absolutely is not true. There's no way they're looking for a third round in a player swap. I, I was on the radio today. They were saying that uh, they're like they they'll if they don't they said if they don't 
if nobody offers them a trade that's like worthy of Antonio Brown, they're just gonna keep him and like they'll just throw a free agent tag on him. Like if he doesn't play, that's fine. But they're not gonna like they said they're not gonna trade him for like they're not gonna trade him for less than he's worth just to like get him off the books and like get like get new people in there. There's I, I find that very hard to believe. They're take, they're gonna take a third round pick in a player spot like a, a player. There's I, I don't I don't find that I, I don't think that's likely at all. With the amount of controversy that Antonio Brown has brought to the Steelers, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just trying to wash their hands. No, I mean they they proved it with Le'Veon Bell. Like he they franchise tagged him and he threatened to not play. Mm-hmm. He and didn't he play exactly. So I mean, if anything from that, we learned that the Steelers are men of their words, and they're not gonna they're not gonna get rid of you just because like you're bitching and moaning about like the money situation. Or I don't even know what Antonio. Yeah. He's he's a he's an absolute insane person. Can we talk about that for a second? How crazy oh, his he's gotten. Mustache? His mustache, his hair. He like a week after like the Steelers lost, and like he's being like a little not a little bitch, but like he's just pulling his whole act. A week after that, he show he gets on that game show like the masked singer where he oh, yeah. uh-huh. takes off like a of like bear mask or whatever the hell. Out. Like wh- I don't know what his deal is. There's something wrong with that guy. Yeah, he is like the definition of a like a drama diva wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean he's he's like the modern day T.O. I like those I guys like- from a distance, not on my team. T.O. just just like crazy. He would like fight you if he didn't get the ball. But like Antonio Brown, I don't know what the fuck. Like he would just dye his hair. I guess. I think he's. I think he started smoking weed or he's on some kind of drugs or something. Like he's. Oh, that's. I don't think that's weed. I, I don't know. He might be on like PCP. Something like he's got like blue blue dyed like dreads, not dreads, but like braids. I don't fucking know. What were you saying, Dan? If if Antonio Brown could put his ego aside, which is almost an impossibility, I would love to have him. Yeah, that's not really a position. I don't really know what, what position, excuse me. I don't know what position I would say the Bears need, but I like from the surface, I wouldn't say that that's a position Bears need right now, though. Obviously, and, Antonio nice Brown makes any team better. Like, don't get me wrong. But I, I do you guys think we need a wide receiver? No, but it'd one, be but, nice to have. But like, the best in the NFL would probably help. OBJ is still in the Giants. OBJ is not better than Antonio Brown. Oh, well, that's that's a different argument for a different day. I personally, I believe he is. I believe he is. Or I mean, DeAndre Hopkins could be too. Obviously, like he's been doing better with uh, yeah, with uh, what's his face, Deshaun Watson, Watson. Like a halfway decent quarterback. But before that, he had just like Tom Savage, Brock Osweiler, bad Brock Osweiler, mm-hmm. Yates of Hell, nice Matt job. Schaub, like just a disgusting list of quarterbacks. So I'm not I'm not gonna count I'm not gonna count him out of this conversation either. But I, I just don't think that the wide receiver is a position, a position the Bears need, especially if we're going to be paying like a lot of money for him. His base salary next year will be fifteen million dollars. I want to see how that's way above. The Bears cannot afford that. Just based off because this just based off contract talks for the Bears that I've heard, based around Cody Parkey, it sounds like we really can't. Like we can't even afford to bring. If we can't afford to bring Adrian Amos and Bryce Callahan back, how are we going to afford? Like, yeah. How are we going to afford Antonio yeah. Brown? I don't know, and I wouldn't fuck up with our our locker room. Is our locker room is like literally perfect? The club dub shit last year, like all the players love each other. Like it seems great in that locker room. So I don't this, know. I wouldn't fuck it up. The Steelers are the ultimate, just like complete fucked up locker room with with Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. at the helm. Like literally, like two or three years ago, you got Mike Tomlin like post game speech before the playoffs. Like okay, guys, like let's keep a low profile. Like stay off social media, you know, playoffs are coming. Meanwhile, like, you hear that in the background of Antonio Brown. Or Antonio Bell's Brown's on Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Like, that's just, like, ridiculous. You got – yeah, they and, I mean, you got, like, Martavis Bryant. Like, he had all of his issues. Obviously, Le- Le'Veon Bell and uh, and uh, Antonio Brown. They're just, like, the ultimate just, like – the the, the uh, this isn't I, – I, this isn't – this. I was going to say a saying that that guy – who's the, the Texans owner? He's the one who got in trouble oh, for saying the one that inmates are in the asylum. No, the, the one – no, that, said, guy, like, that guy died. I know, but he got like everyone got mad at him it's for saying that. It's the prisoners right? like running the 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 prison or something. Well, I'll say I'll say the like that's the ultimate the the inmates or like the what is it the inmates, the inmates are running inmates, the prison or something. The, the, the I'll say the inmates are running are running the asylum. You know, not yeah. not, not not a prison. You know, just an insane asylum. But you and, know what I mean. And to add on top of that, Big Ben always threatens to retire. He is Every garbage. Year. He's not good. I don't know. That's another reason why I, you could say I, that's like I mean obviously Eli and your Big Ben's no no spring chicken, but he's definitely better than Eli Manning. And that's who OBJ's got thrown to him. So yeah, I don't know. We, we're going pretty long in this episode. Do we want to do the hypothetical, Dan? Um, if you guys are down, sure. Why not? Jake, I mean, you're, Jake, you're running the show here. Shouldn't take that long. I am technically the host, I guess, but I really don't like. You know, using authoritarian powers. I like having a democracy here. We got three people, you know, votes are pretty good. 
But Duke and North Carolina are on in nine minutes, so I think I want to watch that. Are you, do you think this is like, oh, wow, so you're – so fuck, fuck the listener. Let's, let's, As, let's let Jake no, watch his basketball. Okay. The first segment was 20 minutes. This is 25 right now, so we're already nearing 50 minutes on the episode. So I feel like if we go into more shit – Oh, we're 50 minutes? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll no, yeah, we're yeah, no, you're 50 right. minutes. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. If we first, were at a yeah. half hour, I, w- I would suck it up, but I don't know. Yeah, I forgot well, about I, that we, earlier. We can recording. save it for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll save it. So we'll tease the listener a little bit. We'll mm-hmm. tease it. It's going to be – eh, never mind. We're actually not going to tease it that much. We're just going to tease it. There is a hypothetical next week. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Ooh. You know? It's like, it's like we gave you a taste of the food, but we put a blindfold on your face. Like, you know it's mm-hmm. food. There's something. It's kind of salty. Like, wait, wait, hold. Say, say that again. What? Say that. What? What'd you just say? It's a bit salty. No, you said we put a blindfold on your face and told you it's food. What is yeah, that? Food. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So like sure. you know there's food there. It's like crunchy maybe like. But so, you so don't you know. Put, put a put a blindfold f- on and put something in somebody's mouth. Shit! What the fuck are you talking about right now? Talking about like blind taste testing, teasing them. Okay. I think it's time to. I think it's time to bring it on home. All right. Things are, things are getting off the rails a little bit here. All right. Predictions for day, for today's Duke-UNC game. Danny, go. Um, Duke wins. North Carolina covers. What's the Man, line? It's What's fucking line? 10. It's at UNC? It is at Duke. And UNC is ranked number eight. And fucking Duke is still a 10-point favorite. That's crazy. Give me a... Give me, give me a UNC money line. Who's there? Like little Nazir... Not, not, how do you say his name? Nazir Little? Nazir is that that's He's on UNC. I think it? it's... I might be. I don't know if it's little. N a s s i r. I'm not sure. Who? What's his name? You guys, Dan. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm I'm trying to think. It's like N a s s i r, little. I thought was what his name was. I've. Isn't I don't that, fucking isn't know. Isn't that the dude from Michigan State that went to jail? Who fucking? I, I'm not even sure. Uh, give me, give me Tyler Hansbrough. Give me uh, Danny Green. Give me, give me uh, what's his face? Ty Lawson. Give me the uh, the North Carolina blue. North Straight Carolina up? Tar Heels. Oh, yeah, Moneyline, baby. I oh, know. I tease, or I didn't tease it, but like, I was talking about it in my blog that I wrote for www.skyline, not Skyline Sports, secondcityreport.com. Go check it out. Mm. Blogs almost every day for me and Matt. Um, almost, almost. Almost. We try. But uh, I don't know. Duke, I think, is going to fucking run them over. I am not a Duke fan. Like, I'm a big Wisconsin fan. So when Duke fucked us up in the national championship in the second half, that really hurt. But this Duke team so much fun to watch. I'll have a fun time watching this game. I might I be coming. Like- a Duke fan for this year. I feel like Zion's upping their their likability scale by a, a, a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot. But once he's yeah, once because they don't have Grayson Allen, they don't have like their typical like asshole white kid who looks like daddy pays for everything. Like you can just like very easily hateable. No, so I think Zion's like, definitely Zion's like helping out. Perfect human. Mm-hmm. Like he's, yeah, a, he's a he's a workhorse. He's a freak. He's just he's just fun to watch and he's really likable. Like he, he got, said he put on he said he put on in high school. He said he was six three one seventy five. He said he put on a hundred. He said like, yeah, in like two years, I put on like a hundred pounds. Just, like, yeah, okay. I, read, I read that too. Just a regular, just a, a smooth one hundred pounds in like the matter of two years. Sure, why not? Why well, not he, Zion Williamson? He probably got the bag from Coach King, like donate to like the Children's Hospital Foundation, or like mm-hmm. something. Like he's just a perfect human being. Mm-hmm. It would be awesome. See, I, I've I've never I've never seen like an interview with him. I don't know what his personality is like at all. Personality wise, I don't know. He it was kind of funny. At the beginning of the year, they had a game at uh, they had a game at um. The fucking where the hell do the next play Madison Square Garden? And they were the guy asked them like, Oh, you know, you're you're a top three pick, like the Knicks aren't gonna be that good this year. Like, do you think you're gonna like what would you think about playing for the Knicks? And like he just laughed. He's like, Oh yeah. he, he laughed, he looked at RJ Barrett, like gave him the eyes, like, Oh fuck, I don't want to. He's like, RJ, you wanna play for the Knicks? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's he's, what it was. And they started laughing. So like, you wanna play for the Knicks? He's like, nah. And then, and then later he's like, No, I would I would love to play for the New York Knickerbockers. I think it'd be an awesome experience. Like yeah. once his once the PR people came got got to him. Yeah, that was funny. He seems like a, a fun cat. But uh mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw a thing like he has the same effect that LeBron does on ticket prices. Which is, is fucking nuts. Like, say like when LeBron goes to Fucking, I don't know. He comes to the United Center, like tickets increase like a hundred fifty percent than every other yeah. Bulls game. And like when Duke, when Duke this year is at, um, like certain places, like their ticket prices are like the same percentage higher than like a typical yeah, Duke I, game. I, yeah, I saw it was the away game prices for games against Duke went up a hundred and seven, which is nuts. Like the tickets tonight are about the same price. Like the cheapest tickets tonight are about the same price as the cheapest tickets for the Super Bowl. 
and people were saying Jesus. that they would still rather go to the Super Bowl than this game. I don't think so. I'd rather go see this Duke team play because like, I don't know basketball is a lot more fun to watch in person than football, anyways. But mm, that I, I don't know about good. that. I mean, the the Super Bowl is just the mecca of sports. It is, but I don't know. All the football games I've been in person, they're just not nearly as good as on TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we went longer. I walked. Yeah, we down, we I walked downstairs. I couldn't figure out the TV, so I just kept talking. Yeah, you, you don't even have cable, do you? No, I got PS View now, and this ain't a sponsorship, but it's pretty, pretty legit. It's pretty. Yeah, good. So you got like, ESPN. No okay. So you got ESPN. Okay. Yeah, I got ESPN now. That was a I've... tough time. I went through like a two-week phase without any sports channels because we canceled it, and it wasn't great. It was a struggle. Yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be tough. Oh my God, Syracuse is fucking blowing out Louisville. Louisville, you sad, mm. sad sack of shit. Mm. I don't know. So is that all we got? That's all we got. Yep. All right. Have a good rest of your weeks, fellas. See you next week. Well, Let's go, Hawks. Let's go, Tar Heels. I'll see you guys later. Later. Look, my bitch is all bad. My niggas all real. I ride in dick and some big tall hills. Big fat checks, big large bills. Run out, flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch. I give Ross chills. 10 different looks, so my looks all kill. I kiss him in the mouth. I feel all grills. Heat in the car, that's wheels on wheels. Woo! I was born a flex. Yes. Diamonds on my neck I like boarding jets I like more than sex But nothing in this world That I like more than checks Money All I really wanna see is the Money I don't really need to be any the Money All a bad bitch need is the Money I got pants in the coupe Bussin' out the roof I got pants in the coupe Touch me, I'll shoot I'll shake a little ass You get a little bag and take it to the store Get a little cash You shake it real fast You get a little more I got pants in the coupe Bussin' out the roof, I got pants in the coupe Bussin' out the roof, I got a fly, I need a jet, shit I need room for my legs, I got a baby, I need some money, yeah I need cheese for my egg, all oh, y'all bitches in trouble Rim brass knuckles to scuffle, I heard that Cardi went pop, yeah They go pop, pop, that's me bustin' that bubble I'm the signing with the drip, baby mommy with the clip Walk out bodies with a bitch, bring a thotty to the whip And she find her, she think, ah, damn, fucking past the mirror, ooh let a bitch try me, boom, hammer time I was born to flex, diamonds on my neck I like boarding jets, I like more than sex But nothing in this world that I like more than checks All I really wanna see is the I don't really need to be any the All a bad bitch need is the I got pants in the coupe Bussin' out the roof I got pants in the coupe Touch me, I'll shoot Shake a little ass Money. You get a little bag and take it to the store Get a little cash Money. You shake it real fast, you get a little more I got pants in the coupe Bussin' out the roof I got pants in the coupe Touch me, I'll shoot Bitch, I'll pop or you pop Bitch, I'll pop or whoever You know who pop the most shit The people who shit not together You know that cardio free All my pajamas is leather Bitch, I'll black on your ass Spit like a tummy gun, roll your one one Come get your mommy some cardi, get the tip top, bitch Kiss the ring and kick rocks, sis Uh, jump it down, back it up, ooh, ayy Make that nigga put on 2K I like my niggas dark like Duce You gonna eat this ass like soup I was born to flex, diamonds on my neck I like boarding jets, I like more than sex But nothing in this world that I like more than coach All I really wanna see is the I don't really need to be any though All a bad bitch need is the KC Money. Money.